When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from howstuffworks.com. Scott, 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 Scott Benjamin, auto editor, howstuffworks.com. That's you. That's me. I'm Ben. Ben. And here we are again asking questions about cars. Hopefully answering a few. Uh, I hope so. We're going to give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Let, you know what? Let's give it a shot right now. Have you ever fishtailed? You know, many times. Yeah. What's yeah. the, uh, on purpose or accidentally? Uh, both. Have What's what's one of the craziest car moves you've ever done? <laughs> That's an unexpected question. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no. You can plead the fifth, man. I don't no, want to um, incriminate you. The, I, I guess, you know, for a while, oh boy, this is totally irresponsible of me to say this. For a while, I had... I've had a couple of rear-wheel drive cars, uh-huh. um, several. I've had um, I've had a Trans Am. I've had a I had an old Celica GT that was rear-wheel drive. Huh, a, okay, tenth anniversary Celica GT, nineteen eighty-one. It was really cool. Um, I also had an all-wheel drive Audi Quattro, and every one of the, now remember I had all those vehicles in the snow in Michigan. Okay, and of course rain and you mm-hmm. know, dirt roads, whatever. Every one of them, I think, made a trip out into the uh, the farm country, you know, out in northern Michigan, and you know, gravel roads, dirt mm-hmm. roads, and after a few attempts at some of the twisty, turny roads, you know, get a little bit more bold and maybe push it a little bit more and a little bit more, and yeah, I think uh, I had a little fun with it out there in the uh, like out in the country. It was it, on purpose, of course. Sure. Um, but there's also been a few accidental times, and you know, if you know what to do, it's easy enough to get out of a, a spin or right. a, a slide. As long but, as you don't panic. How about you? Oh man, similar situations. I'll be, I'll be careful because I don't want to. I don't want to be a bad example or anything. But you know, <laughs> when you're young, and as young males, sometimes we we have a deserved reputation. Uh, for being a little bit too much of a daredevil with vehicles, so I've done some of the some of the same things in farm country and fields, dirt roads and stuff. Um, I have actually uh, been in 
two car chases. Not not with police. Okay. <laughs> not with police. You, you may just made my eyebrows go right yeah. up when you said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I'm I'm on the good side of the law. Okay. And uh, there was there are no police officers chasing me, Dukes of Hazard style. Yeah. Um, but so I've I've seen uh, my fair share, not to toot my own horn, of uh, of <laughs> accidental and intentional car maneuvers. But one thing I've never done, and I wanted to see if you you've heard this or done this, I've never drifted a car. Mm. Have you? I have not. Uh, only because. Um, well, I don't. I should say only because. I guess I just have not. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to. I'd really like only to. Because. I think. It, I think it would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. The only because part is. Okay, here we're getting back into this again. All but, right, let's go. But um, I, that Trans Am that I had. Oh man, it was very powerful, and I had a lot of fun on it with, on dry pavement, mm-hmm. parking lots, donuts, you know that type yeah. of thing, and um, it was stupid. It was a bad idea, you know, looking back. But um, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about drifting is, is dry pavement. But the difference between what I was doing and what these guys are doing, drifting is all about car control. Right. And these are professionals. So uh, that's that's important to denote here is that, you know, yeah, you have your fun, you know, in, in your car, you know, doing whatever you, you want to do. It's your own business. But um, these guys, professional drifters who do it the right way, do it at tracks that are, you know, you know, intention. You know, they're they're meant for that. They're they're sanctioned for that. that that's that is uh, that's perfectly okay. And of course, it's it's very entertaining to watch. Drifting is awesome. Sure. Yeah. We should. Of course, we can't reiterate enough. The drifters that we are talking about have really done their research. They've done their homework on the optimal and safest times to do these because for them, it is more about control. Well, sure. Yeah. They're they're else. they're at an event specifically for drifting right now that's not to say that people don't drift where they shouldn't um and you know we could talk about that in a moment because sure we we talk about the history of it if you want to uh where drifting kind of came from if you want that's you know what i would love to right after we say what drifting is for anybody who doesn't know yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah, no problem drifting is um if you may have seen this on television because it's really popular right now and even even in commercials whatever Mm. if you're not really someone who's following the series you might have seen it the cars look like they're completely out of control, but they're not. Um, they're they're sliding around turns, billowing smoke out of the back end, or all four tires sometimes. But uh, the vehicle maintains control, stays on the course. Sometimes there's just one vehicle. Sometimes there's two vehicles. They are they're taking the vehicle from one turn into the next in a continuous slide. The wheels never stop spinning. Um, it's it's high adrenaline, a lot of fun, ton of you know smoke from the tires. Just uh, it's, it, it's really exciting. Let me throw in one one phrase here as well. Yeah, incredibly dangerous. Incredibly dangerous. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good point. It so, is. what's the history of this? Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. Um, this is from the Formula D website. Um, I'm not Formula D. Formula D. Formula Drift. Uh, D for drift. D for drift, and that's been around for just a couple of years, really. Um, it's it actually this is 2009 is the sixth season for Formula D, Formula D, um, and really. Even though drifting's only been in the U.S. for about ten years, that's a just you know ballpark. About ten mm-hmm. years is when it's kind of reached our shores, I guess. It's been in Japan for about fifteen years now. Uh, that's where this originated, or that's where they, that Formula D says it originated. Oh, cool. Um, unfortunately, you know, people were doing this on the street, and also they had you know events that you know were were strictly for drifting. So you know, it was, it was safe. It was you know mm-hmm. on tracks where it should be. Um, but it's it's 
different than anything else you've ever seen, really. If, you, if you're not familiar with drifting, you'd be maybe a little bit puzzled by it because it's not a race. And you would think that it would be a race because it's mm-hmm. you know it's all about fast cars and and you know it looks really cool, it looks really fast, it looks really exciting, but it's not who crosses the line first like every other race is. This is all about style, um, I guess the execution of, of precision moves and how uh, the driver flows from one turn to the next. It's it's really it's it's judged almost. Mm-hmm. Actually, it is judged, and that's how they determine the winner. So okay. it's it's unique in that in that fashion. And you're talking about extremely high-powered cars. I mean, uh, high-power, lightweight, rear-wheel drive cars. So, um, you know, I guess if you had the right setup, you could have a car that has as little as, you know, 250 or 200 horsepower, Uh but it goes all the way up to, you know, 600 horsepower, 800 horsepower, you know, whatever, but it gets really high. And, you know, the, uh, the more horsepower you have, the more power you have available to rear wheels, the more torque. The, the the better off you are for for this type of drifting. You could do more maneuvers, and we'll talk about those in a moment. Yeah, but well, before we get to maneuvers, what mm-hmm. what do people need to drift? They need those rear wheels, right? Well, you have to have a rear wheel drive car. Now, okay, usually not yeah. always. All right, yeah. See, you caught me. I not always. You can drift a front wheel drive car, but you're very very limited. The only thing you can do with a front wheel drive car is a parking brake maneuver which we'll talk about in a moment but oh um, gosh no i know what you're talking yeah because the the idea is that you bring the rear end of the vehicle around and kind of guides you through the turn Uh on a front wheel drive vehicle it's just not possible i'm not going to say it's entirely impossible because you know it's possible to slide the back end out Mm -hmm. on a a front wheel drive car however the maneuvers that we're talking about and the control that you're talking about you need to use the the emergency brake to swing the back end around and then steer into the next turn so with a front wheel drive vehicle you're limited to these parking brake par- sorry <laughs> parking brake maneuvers and um you're just you just have a lot more function i guess with a rear wheel drive car especially right. a high horsepower rear wheel drive car especially if you're talking about turn after turn yeah that's right yeah. and it's that's not only that's not the only thing you need you don't just need a, a rear wheel drive car and you can just go out and do this it has to be has to be light in the back end so you know it's, it's almost like a pickup truck is light you know it's okay it's, um if you ever tried to drive a, a pickup truck in the snow or mm-hmm. even in the rain and the wet you realize that the rear, rear tires just don't adhere all that much because there's not much weight back there compared pickup to the trucks front. are front heavy that's right yeah i mean they're they're very front heavy and you know, if they're four-wheel drive, that's fine. The front mm-hmm. wheels take care of it. But if it's a rear-wheel drive only pickup truck, and you try to drive in the snow, you'll quickly see why people carry sand and you know, yeah, yeah. rocks and wood or whatever they want to do in the back, so that you know the weight is there. Um, anyways, you need a light light vehicle in the back end. Um, you also need an extremely tight suspension, um, it, overinflated tires, rear tires. That helps mm-hmm. so that you lessen the grip of the tires on the road. You're able to spin them easier. Um, Lots of horsepower that we already talked about, and this is the most important part. What's that? Driver skill and practice. Oh, I should have seen that you one have coming. To, driver, I tell you, it looks like they're out of control. I keep saying this, but mm-hmm. it really does look like they're out of control, but couldn't be any further from the truth. They're, they're, they're so in control that they're fooling you into thinking that they, you know, that's the way <laughs> it is. It's, it really are masters of what they do. They really are. Because if you if you've... You can unintentionally slide a car. That's pretty easy to do. To intentionally slide a car and make it do exactly what you want it to do, that's, that's really difficult. That's, uh, that's along the lines of precision driving, which really is what this is. Which is what, yeah. Now, I'm just going to say 
for everybody's benefit, yours, mine, the listeners, Jerry, and the legal team. <laughs> if we're, it sounds like we're about to talk about some uh, some drifting techniques, which I would find fascinating, maybe. But I, we have to put in the disclaimer: don't try to drift in a parking lot and get pulled over and say that Scott and Ben told you it was cool. Yeah. That doesn't hold up in court, man. Correct. Correct. And you know what? I'm not even going to go so far as to tell people how to. Okay. Because it, it's it's extreme. Like I said, it's extremely Very complicated. Com- it really is. I yeah. mean, it sounds so simple. I You would think that you'd be able to go out to your car right now in the parking structure and do this. You can't not do it. I, I, would, bet, I would bet that it would be difficult for a number of reasons. One, that your, you know, your car's not set up for it. Maybe mm-hmm. it doesn't have enough horsepower to do what you want it to do. Um, I don't know if it's rear wheel drive or not. I don't remember. The uh, the other thing is that it requires a lot of fancy footwork, and you wouldn't think so. But there's you have to you have to do something called uh, heel and toe shifting, which in itself is complex. Um, it doesn't sound complex, but it is. And the, between that and what you have to do with your hands, your feet, mm-hmm. just the way you're thinking, the way you're looking ahead, the you know the, the way that you respond to the vehicle, and it responds to you. It, there's there's so much to this, Ben. It, it it boggles you if you if you watch a how-to video. If you go online, there's plenty of these available. Oh yes. Um, how to drift. You'll see some experts talking you through what they do in each turn and all these different maneuvers. And I tell you, it gets pretty difficult to even follow along. I mean, if mm-hmm. you really to, to comprehend what they're doing is pretty difficult. And it's very quick as well. Yeah, it's quick, and you know they're doing all kinds of different things. They've got they're. they're I mean, again, from our article here, there's, mm-hmm. there's there are clutch-based techniques, which um, we've got a few here. There's one called the clutch kick drift, the shift lock drift. Um, they've all got names for these things, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're braking maneuvers, you know, brake-based brake techniques. Uh, there's the emergency brake drift that we talked about, um, just a, a standard braking drift, which uses the service brakes, the regular brakes. Um, there's a long slide drift. There are also... Other techniques that are called power over drift, which these are the kind where you need a lot of horsepower, you know, mm. where the, the rear wheel spinning is what really kicks the vehicle around. Um, the faint drift, the jump drift, dynamic drift, swaying drift, it, it goes on and on. There's more than that even. Wow. Um, but the, the list, there's a lot of different techniques, and everybody has their own favorite way to do this, or, you know, maybe uh, maybe they're going for a certain type of maneuver to get through a certain turn because that's what works best. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, there's, a, there's an awful lot to this, and there's no way that I could even tell you how to do one of these maneuvers and make it come across well I see. over the airwaves. You, you'd have to see it or feel it or, you know, just experience it in order to know what's Speak going on. Speak with someone who does this. Yeah. So what, okay, well then let's play a little bit of a hypothetical game. Let's say that, let's let's see, who's who's one of our, our foolhardy podcast partners? Let's see. Do you want to be the hypothetical driver? You want Why me not? to? Oh, how about you? No, 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 no. I like your idea. <laughs> okay, so let's say that you want to drift your vehicle. Let's say that you already know some people who are in Formula D mm-hmm. uh, and that they go to a sanctioned place where they can do these type of competitions. Mm-hmm. And they like you. You're their buddy. You've been studying this. You've been using their car for a while, and you're ready to go drifting in your own vehicle. What makes a good drifter? Well, um, we had we had the list of what you know what you need to drift, and right. that's a that's a pretty pretty good rundown of what you need: the rear wheel drive, the lightweight, and the mm-hmm. rear end, a lot of horsepower. There are a lot of vehicles that um, you see a lot of in the Formula D circuit. Um, okay, I mean you'll see a lot of um, 
Japanese rear-wheel drive vehicles, the, the Mazda RX-7, the Mazda RX-8. Um, you see a lot of Nissan 350Zs. Hmm. Um, okay. You even see some, there, there some more unconventional vehicles, too, that you would see in drifting. Like um, you may see a Corvette in Formula really? D. Um, okay. Mustangs are another popular one because they're, they're high-horsepower rear-wheel uh-huh. drive vehicles. No, okay. Um, okay. But you'll also see things like the Saturn Sky the Pontiac Solstice, and, of course, these vehicles have been tweaked and, and tuned. Yeah, so these are not factory. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. These are now rear-wheel drive, of course, and lightweight and, you know, everything that they need to be, but, um, you know, these are the 500-horsepower versions of this. You know, they take it to a, a tuner, and mm-hmm. the engine is worth more than the vehicle was initially. So um, a lot of, lot of variety, and some people, you know, you'd be surprised, but there are some cars that are, you know, from like 1985, 1986, really? because just because they're just such a great vehicle, and these are professional drivers that are you know still using these cars from 1985. Because, uh, in fact, the Toyota AE86 Corolla is a popular one. The um, Corolla, yeah, the Corolla, yeah. Wow. The, the 1987 Toyota Corolla. That's another one that's on on the circuit. Um, and just popular choices because it's just a great car to drift. Huh. It just has just has that combination that, that dr- feels right to that driver. Okay, all right. But aside from the specifications, I, I'm surprised here. You, you've intrigued me, Scott. I did not think a Toyota Corolla, <laughs> yeah, especially uh, an 86 or 87 one, would be yeah. one of the pro choices here. I thought they would all be expensive, newer models. Now, uh, let me ask you this. What's the craziest thing that can be drifted? The craziest thing we can, you know what? There's a there's there's someone on YouTube right now that's doing something called Will It Drift, and I think it, I had it. It's it's called AutoCar.co.uk something like uh-huh. that. But anyways, go to YouTube, search Will It Drift. This guy drifts a few different things. There's you know crazy vehicle. Now he'll he'll try to drift something like a Lamborghini, which is harder than I I guess than it than it looks. Uh-huh. Um, he'll try to drift a a London taxi cab. He'll try to drift. I think there was a hearse even. Wow. Um, yeah, Ben's hearse is what, what I think he tried to do, to drift. Anyways, it's it's pretty funny. It's it's uh it's entertaining and worth watching just for a couple minutes. Man, uh, okay. I guess you could I guess you could really drift just about anything if if you had the guts to uh to slide it sideways through the turn, you could mm-hmm. you could try it. I don't know, man. I really like my Monte Carlo. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to try to drift it. Probably a good idea not to. I would say mm-hmm. don't do it unless, you know, and that's the other thing is that you know if you're if you're tempted to try this, mm. just don't do it. Go to go to some place where <laughs> they go to some place where that's what that's what they're trying to teach you how to do. Or sure. you're with other professionals that already do this and they can give mm. you tips and advice. And you know it's a place where there this is the most important place where there's safety personnel around because even the professionals find themselves on the roof occasionally, um, mm. or they tear the back end off of their car when they're sliding around something or. Um, or the front end of their car off. You know, they, there are accidents that happen even with professionals on on tracks that are designed for this. So if you're trying it a parking lot with, you know, street poles around and curbs and mm-hmm. um, it's a bad idea. You might end up, you know, flipping over or something like that or, or even worse. Oh, 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 man. You know what? We can't end the podcast because we, fe- we will get some feedback if we don't say this. Uh, for our listeners who perhaps don't know what, drifting looks like you know if you, if you guys are furiously googling this um feel free to check out uh fast and furious tokyo drifting the, the tokyo drift i believe which is all about this move mm-hmm. and uh if you are our listeners who are sitting there going i can't believe they're not mentioning fast and furious 3 
There you go, man. That one's for you. <laughs> hey, I've got something to add to this because What's that? Um, check out the blog because I blogged about a Gymkhana practice driver, or Gymkhana driver, I should say, doing his practice moves or maneuvers. His name is Ken Block, and this is one of those you know viral videos, I guess, that you know 20 million hits in the first couple weeks that it's been out there. It's unbelievable. Ken Block Gymkhana practice. You know, Google that. Yeah. Find the, find the video that goes along with it on YouTube. Uh-huh. It's about four and a half minutes, the first one. And there's a second version of that, which is, um, I think it's called Ken Block to the infomercial or something like that. Because, <laughs> they're, you know, it's for DC shoes and they're mm-hmm. selling their, their product. But I got to tell you, don't, don't let that bother you, the infomercial part. Mm-hmm. Watch it anyways. It's unbelievable. You will, you will be blown away by this. Listen mm-hmm. to the audio along with it. Mm-hmm. And... It's a it's an adrenaline rush just watching this guy do what he does. The first one, the, the original one, the Ken Block Jim Jim Kana practice. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen anything like this. And the guy, I mean, he's drifting the whole time, but mm-hmm. it's a form of he uses it for rally racing. Jim Kana is a, a very detailed. You know, uh, the course is very specific. It's very you have to be extremely good at car control in order to get the, to get the vehicle to do exactly what you want. It's very limited space. Um, you'll understand when you see it, but yeah. just check it out. It's, it's awesome. I tell you, it's my new favorite video. Sounds good. It's a it's a video recommendation yes. from an expert there. To our listeners out there, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. If you'd like to learn more about drifting, please check out our article on the website. And if you have any suggestions or feedback, please send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions... Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.